you are now entering the Podglomerate. Hello and welcome to Plus 7 Intelligence, the show about how games impact people. My name's Chess. Today's episode, I am talking with a good friend of mine named Robbie Farlow. He is the head of SideQuest Fitness, which merges geek culture and fitness culture. He took his journey of being a geek and being a fan and not always feeling like that was acceptable. And now he's turned that around into his journey of self-improvement and also helping other people with their self-improvement journeys. So that interview is coming up in just a few minutes. First, I want to remind you about the monthly giveaway. I'm giving out a Steam game key every month. The next drawing is December 7th, and that's for the Stanley Parable. So that's a really cool game. And that's a game that a lot of people talk about because it breaks a lot of video game conventions. It's it's somewhat of a parody on video games themselves. So if that's something that sounds cool to you, then go to plus7intelligence.com slash loot. That's L-O-O-T. And there's going to be a link in the show notes for that. And there is how you enter the sweepstakes. And it's really easy to enter. You just do some of the things that you already do in your normal everyday online life, like following the show's Twitter or leaving a review. So it's really easy to enter. And a special thanks this episode to CastBox. CastBox is a a fast-growing podcast app that actually allows you to search within the audio of episodes. So you can search a key term. It'll actually give you episodes of podcasts that mention that search term. This is the only podcast platform that I know of that has this capability right now. So that's really cool. So CastBox is available on iOS, Android, and desktop, and it's available through Google Home and Amazon Alexa as well. So check out CastBox and download the app. Try it out. Now for the interview with Robbie Farlow of SideQuest Fitness. All right, I'm here with Robbie Farlow. He is the man behind SideQuest Fitness. He is a fitness coach, and he podcasts and writes articles on fitness, motivation, and uh, general geeky, awesome stuff. So welcome to the show, Robbie. Chess, thank you for uh, for having me on. It's uh, it's good to come on your show uh, and be on the opposite side of, of the mic this time. Yeah, so listeners probably don't know, because uh, it was a while back, that, uh, yeah, I was on Robbie's show a little less than a year ago or something like that. We've been... We've been kind of connecting and basically supporting each other in in our endeavors and stuff. So uh, it's been really good to get my show up and running to get him on my show this time. Yeah, yeah. So what led you to start SideQuest Fitness? Well, Chaz, first, thank you for for having me on the show uh, and and, and bringing me on. What started SideQuest was the podcast. Um, Everything sort of kicked off... um, from that uh there used to be well, i mean it's still there i say used to be because it's it's basically dead um but there was a a, a startup called fitocracy uh that wanted to turn the pursuit of fitness into like an rpg which was a great idea and i loved it um 
and they didn't have they were starting to do online coaching and do uh you know coaching for 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 people there they didn't have a podcast and i was like you guys should have a podcast you could like promote your coaches people could get to know the coach uh you know more in-depthly uh and the guy behind it was like ah i don't really have time for it but you can say you're the unofficial podcast the photography and just just do your thing so i started there uh with the podcast and just wanted to get to know people and kind of uh you know, move my way into the, the, the realm of fitness with, with that. Um, and you know, I got certified, had always thought about sort of doing training for the last couple of years, uh, you know, throughout my journey, people came to me for advice and were like, Hey, you should do this full time because you're really good at what you do. I was like, Oh, um, so long story short, uh, you know, started the podcast, got certified, started side quest, uh, and then just, you know, sort of wrote, uh, wrote about my life, wrote about video games, wrote about how like everything I see in the world, I can almost relate back to either Star Wars or video games when it comes to like life or fitness. Um, mm-hmm. And I think there are a lot of parallels to that. And, you know, I just wanted to be a voice for, for nerds and geeks and, and other awesome people out there who wanted to learn about this and, and change their lives, uh, you know, improve their health, uh, you know, and for me, looking better naked, if that's what you want to do. Um, you know, I wanted you to have that, that someone that could speak to you on your terms, on, on, on your level and be like, yeah, dude, this guy's talking about like fallout. Like I love fallout. Like, okay, cool. Like that's all right. Maybe, maybe this is someone I want to listen to. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I know that fitness is something that can be really intimidating to people that are on the outside and, you know, maybe they've tried it before, but it wasn't the scene for them. So it's cool that you you're kind of uh, kind of bridging the gap between between those worlds. How did you find yourself in that position where you had you knew a little bit about fitness and you were in geek culture? And how did you find your place in in kind of two worlds at the same time? Uh, you know, honestly, I just didn't really. I just I did me from the get go. Uh, I, I spoke about what I know, which is like nerd stuff and, and being, you know, the, the socially awkward ginger kid that I was growing up, like speaking about what I know and comparing it to fitness or, or, or my journey and what I've discovered. Um, and that's really like, that's really it. Like there, there wasn't, I didn't feel like I had to find a place. I made my own place. Um, you know, growing up, I was, I had to hide my nerdiness. Um, you know, I, I played sports and like, it was kind of okay to like comic books or like superhero stuff, but like, you couldn't really geek out on it. Cause then it was like, really, really? Yeah. You're just, you're not cool. You're weird. And I didn't like being the weird kid, but now with the internet, anyone can be weird. I mean, you can go to Reddit and find the weirdest things ever on the internet, <laughs> uh, ever. Uh, I won't mention them because you told me to keep this show clean, but let's just say there's some very weird and disturbing things on Reddit. Um, it is terrifying sometimes. Um, but I, I, I've always, I just, I was like, you know what? F it. I don't care. I'm going to be me. I'm going to just unabashedly uh, be the person that I am. I don't care. I'm getting older and I'm tired of like trying to make people happy. And you know what? If if you don't like what I have to say, then don't read my stuff. Hmm. You know, like I'm here to help people and I, and I want to help you, but like 
there are other people that you might gravitate towards and I might not be that person. And that's fine. Cause you know, look, I don't really like playing, you know, um, racing games cause I suck at it. But if you love playing Forza, then you just sit over there and you pontificate about how Forza is the greatest video game you've ever got your little grummy hands on. That's fantastic. I'm going to label you a loser, in my opinion. I'd rather you play something more exciting than a driving game. But you do whatever you got to do. I don't care. Like, <laughs> we all got our likes. Like your stuff and just don't apologize for it. Hmm. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I guess you found found this overlap, found your place organically. But I know from some of the stuff you've done that, you know, it's it's not just like a... I don't know, a casual thing that you toss in a little bit of video games and toss in a little bit of fitness that you you really dig in and you look for the reasons why video games can inspire you and they can kind of influence your journey. So can you talk about that a little bit about, you know, how you've connected those things? So ultimately, you know, maybe like... I don't want to put it in high school, like, cause that'd be like 13 years ago. I'll say like maybe 10 years ago, there was this huge, big thing, you know, as, uh, as the 360 got a little, a little better and the PS3 got a little better with graphics and whatnot. Uh, and it had slowly started to creep up around the turn of the millennium, but people started to, you know, say that, Hey, you know, video games are art. And people were like, get out of here. It's just a bunch of like weird guys who have never, ever seen a naked woman who are going to create this thing for other kids who have never seen a naked woman. They're going to create this thing. Like, let them just stay there. They're going to create these things. And these are weirdos. And like, it's not art. Get out of here. That's not an actual art. But there is art to it because video games tell stories. And stories are what we as human beings have survived on since cavemen painted the, the the thrill of the hunt on the wall. And, uh, you know, Homer told us via no word, like no written words, like he told it auditorially, um, you know, told the Odyssey and the Iliad. Uh, we've been using stories. The hero, the, the great heroes of, of myths, the hero's journey, uh, the hero of a thousand faces, Joseph Campbell. Um, you know, we've had these stories for, for millennia because stories are important. Um, you know, every day you're telling yourself a story in your own head, but understanding the power that storytelling has in our lives. I mean, how many people got upset at the end of Mass Effect three? Like <laughs> people started trolling. Like, but I have never seen so much vitriol. Well, okay. Minus like Gamergate, which <laughs> I still don't get, but like before that, the most vitriolic things I've ever seen people on the internet go after was Bioware. Like they were hmm. livid, livid about Mass Effect 3. They loved Mass Effect 2. Yeah. You look at other games where people just get upset. And we get upset because it's a story that we've we've found meaning in. Because as being a big fan of Captain America as I am, um, and other, you know, stories as well, Star Wars, you know, uh, game of thrones now as, as well like everything throughout nerd culture um we gravitate to the hero or certain characters because we find ourselves in those characters so whatever your your struggle is um you want to be captain america because you feel you know deep down that like what cap stands for is you it's what you stand for 
what Commander Shepard stands for and however you play that game. I guess I'm kind of an evil guy at heart because I always play at Renegade. <laughs> uh, like, that's what you stand for. Like, you connect to these characters because of, of who they are and what you believe and, and what they believe. Um, so it, connecting that storytelling element to your fitness journey is going to help you immensely get through all of the trials and tribulations, all the quests and the dragons that come down to fight you, you know, as you go through this, connecting that story and being able to believe that, you know what? I am the dragonborn. I'm in this gym. Everyone around me is, uh, I I don't know, a a dragar or, you know, training to be a, a dragon that I have to fight one day. I've got to be better. Whatever. Um, using storytelling elements to help push you to be your best is, is something I believe in. It's also great with video games in particular because you're not just observing the story. You are taking part in it and you are yeah. adding to it your own spin. So even if the narrative of the story, you may or may not relate to that, but within the game, your actions, the struggles you face, you know, that's its own story that sometimes can perfectly align with the the game or it can be something that's entirely unique to you. Yeah, and that's, you know, that, you know, I was just thinking as you were talking about that, I was like, well, you know, when we all played Zelda, there was only one story. You kind of all did the same. Like, there were different things you could do. Like, you could not get all the gold scotillas or, or you could not, you know, do this or do that in certain areas. But for the most part, everyone followed the same story. As RPGs became larger and storylines moved you could do more you could do less um Mm -hmm. and that that is where you know like a choose your own adventure book is great because you can choose wherever you want to go and life is a choose your own adventure book you know applying that to fitness is is something that i think you can do but applying that storytelling element uh you know and connect with your hero hey you know one of the first questions i ask my clients is who's your favorite superhero because when times get tough that's when i'm gonna say all right chez you know, Spider-Man's your boy. Like, what would Spider-Man do in this situation? Well, look, Spider-Man w- would keep going. Okay. Well, you are Spider-Man. That's why you connect with him. So be Spider-Man. Yeah, that's awesome. And you remembered that I said Spider-Man when I came on your show. <laughs> you ad-libbed it and didn't remember at all. I'm going to admit I got a little lucky on that one. It was just his movie was out recently, so I went with Spider-Man. But eh, good for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, my next question was going to be like, so how specifically do you, you know, encourage your clients to, uh, you know, to make that connection, to make the connection between the the story they make in games and, and how they overcome things in games to what they're doing in, in fitness? Um, you know, I'll, I'll admit there there are times that like, it's not like an everyday thing. It's mostly when times are really tough. Um, you know, there is a and we we can talk about this a little later. Sort of what I do with boss battles uh, with my clients, but the mental aspect. You know, when things do get down and, and are rough, and, and you're really sort of beating yourself up mentally, um, you know, that's when I, I use those stories and use those references. You know, or if someone's you know you're having an issue with something, like use those those video game tropes to kind of help get you through that. But it's not like, it's not like an everyday thing uh, that I do. I mean, my big thing is like, Hey, look, you know, your problems, like you, you want to lose weight. You, 
you don't want to be a 40-year-old man on diabetes medicine, blood pressure medicine, and you don't want to die of a heart attack at 42 like your dad because you know you need to make this choice. Well, guess what? Do you know who has to save Hyrule? Link. No one else is going to do it. And you know who controls Link? You do. Every hero you play, you are the hero. And who's the hero of your life? You. Because the only person that's going to save you is you. No one's coming to save you. No one. Like, you can sit there and, and, and cry like Princess Zelda, but guess what? No one's coming to save you. Because really, even Zelda had to, like, you know, become chic and almost save herself. Like, you have to save yourself. <laughs> like, no one's going to do it for you. Um, so you've got to do that. So, you know, sort of trying to find that way to, to, to promote that idea, uh, you know, when times get tough. When times are great, man, times are great. You're not like, you feel like, you know, uh, Spider-Man or Iron Man or Captain America or, or Link or, or, you know, uh, maybe you feel like Ganondorf. I don't know. You just had a great workout. and You're just like, I have all the power. <laughs> like, those times are great. When the times get rough, that's when you need those stories to really help you because, you know, most of us start to tell ourselves a negative story of I'm not good enough. I'm so stupid. I'm such a failure. I can't do this. I'm so weak. Like, I thought I could do this. I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm going to quit. It doesn't even matter. I just, I do nothing but mess up. Just, I just, I'm tired. I'm going to rage quit and throw my controller, my body, my life across the room because I just don't care. You know, that kind of reminds me of uh, one of my guests mentioned that the game's they they put us in situations like that, like kind of a babied version of that, where they present a challenge to us that that just totally beats us and well sometimes beat us over and over again. And games give us an opportunity to to make that decision, you know, with basically very few consequences, but to make the decision, okay, I'm going to push past the the negativity, I'm going to try again. I'm going to, basically, I'm not going to let failure get in my way. I'm going to push through it. So I think that's that's cool about video games and, and kind of gives you training wheels for, for real life when that happens. It, it, it does. And I think so many people think that one time of, of doing something that like, there's this, this paranoia of perfection um, that like, oh God, I got to be perfect the first time I do it. I got, I got, I got, I got, and I failed. I'm a loser. I'm horrible. No one will ever, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I just, I give up. Well, I mean, if you did that in a video game, do you know how many games you would have wasted $60 on that? Like you gave up after the first like real challenge. Like, no, you have extra lives. You have continues. Now, granted, you only have one life to live in real life, but you have opportunities to get better. And that's what failing mm -hmm. and screwing up a level is, is teaching you is that, Okay, so you missed this jump in Mario. Well, guess what? You can try it again, and then maybe you miss it again. And then it get, then you realize, oh, there's this thing that I remember that I didn't do that the game taught me that I have to do. So you're learning patterns, because life is going to do nothing but throw patterns at you. And it's how you recognize the pa those patterns and overcome those patterns that will determine your success in life. Yeah, that's awesome. So you mentioned uh, boss battles. How do boss battles work in your coaching so in just like in a in, in a game um you know if you're playing a game for a little while and you're like oh god this is kind of getting obnoxious like i kind of get where i'm going with this like okay sure you, sh you you threw some new things at me but like 
then you get to the level and it's like, oh, you have this boss. Um, so my idea was around, you know, bosses are fun. They're challenging, but they're always fun. And they're always something a little bit different about a boss that like every level you were in, like the boss in all actuality in most games, well, some mini bosses were harder than the actual big boss. Um, but most bosses weren't really all that hard because the level to get to them was a lot harder, but that level was teaching you all the things you needed to know to recognize that the boss would use. Um, so that's sort of where I went with the, the fitness side of it. It's like, okay, let's take your training program that you've been doing for three weeks because most people after about three weeks of training, I noticed get really bored and they started emailing me and being like, Ugh, can we do something new? I'm getting really tired of this. Uh, yeah, I'm getting stronger, but I'm really tired of doing the same stuff. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to video game this and game gamerize it uh gamify it and i'm gonna give a boss battle so like every every fourth week in my program you get a boss battle um and a couple of bosses i made up there's some like schmanendorf who is in there uh rocksteady and bebop uh you know I, i've got um the lich king uh of Ag agenmar uh darth vader is there i've got some others as well but the boss battle is just there to be fun and challenging. Um, so maybe you've been doing bench press, you know, for like uh, four sets of eight, you know, for three weeks. Well, this week you're going to do, uh, you know, um, a single arm bench press with a dumbbell for, you know, reps of 20, uh, you know, or as many reps as you can do in 30 seconds. So I'm going to challenge you in a different way. Um, but it's going to be fun and engaging. You're in, you're out. Uh, but just something kind of fun to break up the monotony of doing the same things over and over again. And each wave gives you hit points that go towards the boss. So if you don't beat the boss, you fight that same boss the next month. Hmm. That's interesting. So you have like a whole system and kind of a whole, I don't know, like you get to pick a boss and there's a story there and potentially you can lose one month and then you can come back next month and there's kind of like a continuation there. Yeah. Yeah. And each, so when you, so by tracking your workouts, you know, for every, every day you track your workouts, well, not every day, but by tracking your workouts, I give you uh, power ups. So a power up might be a time bonus, uh, or it might be like, um, a quick strike where you give the enemy, you know, like f he gets like four hit points of damage off the start, but your reps increase by like three. So like, you've got to do more work. Mm -hmm but you're making it easier to beat the boss. Hmm. So little things like that. There's a couple bosses where there's uh, there's a secret power that comes like at the end where one of them like resurrects, um, you know, and then some of them have no power ups because, you know, it's just you, it's you against yourself this time. It's a lot of fun. Everyone really enjoys it. And it just gives them something to look forward to every month because they don't know what's coming. They have no idea what the boss is going to be. Um, sometimes hmm. it's completely different. Um, but, uh, it's, it's something that, that everyone has, has really, really enjoyed and has, has told me like, dude, this is, this has changed, uh, you know, everything for me in, in terms of fitness. Like it's something I look forward to every month. Hmm. That's awesome. And, and that's kind of like, um, that's just one of those funny things about humans is that, you know, you can tell people all day, all right, you need to do this. You need to, uh, this is good for your health. This is good for your body. Uh, this is good for this and that reason. But uh, people are really strange and they don't really 
respond to that all that well, at least not for very long. So I think that's interesting that, you know, of all things, it's, you know, it's not the important things that keep people excited. It's in a way, it's the opposite. It's the games, the like the arbitrary obstacles. Those are the things that keep people going. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and the thing, and to be honest, you know, Chaz, like, look, this is something I tell all my clients, uh, you know, uh, after, after the second week, I send them an email or we, we hop on the phone um, and I say, look, I just want to, I want to warn you, um, something's going to happen next week. And, you know, their, their butt kind of puckers up a little bit and they're like, what, what, what's, what's going to, what's going to happen? And I'm like, I'm just telling you 98% of my, of my clients who come to me around day 18, day 21 life. Okay. Your real first boss battle is life. Life's going to throw a wrench at you. And that wrench I have seen Chaz be uh, a grandparent die, a parent die, a dog get sick. Uh, someone's gym closed down like overnight, just like closed indefinitely. Um, I've had, you know, medical issues, kids get sick, you name it. It's, it's, it's happened. Um, and it happens like clockwork right around day 18, day 21. Um, so the boss battle is a way that like, you know, look, we can extend this a little bit and you finish your, your third week, but you still have the boss battle. So you still have fun stuff to look forward to. And it's not like, Oh God, I've completely messed up. No, dude, you've crushed it. You're great. Let's just finish this out as best we can. Then you got your boss battle and everything's going to be fine. You'll have defeated life as a boss and then defeated this boss battle and you've crushed the first month. And you know, now you're just like set up to feel even better for, for month two. Yeah, that's, that's definitely true for, for any endeavor. There's always going to be, there's always going to be a quote unquote good excuse to quit. I know that's happened with every project and every project I've worked on. And, and most of the time I've taken that excuse and I've used that as a reason, but uh, I'm definitely doing, trying to uh, do better at, you know, trying to keep priorities, even when, you know, a storm comes through and, mixes everything up. It's just interesting to me that as a coach, you know, you, you want your, you want your people to succeed. And so you've, you're trying to come up with these creative ways to connect with people. And I just think it's really interesting because it's not like you can fix those things for them, but uh, you know, you can try to put things in perspective or at least just entice them with something that's a mystery. And, uh, and sometimes that that works, I guess. Yeah. And the, the biggest thing is that, you know, uh, when those things come up, that's usually when we quit. If you look at the statistics, you know, uh, January 1st, everyone's like, yeah, here we go. New year's resolution going to get in shape. And by the middle of the month, 25% of people have already given up, you know, because life does that. Like, you know, crap comes your way and you know, you have to, you have to dodge it. And then people are like, you know what? This is not worth it. I don't care. I'm just, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm sore. I just, I don't even want to do this anymore. Um, and, and knowing that that's going to happen, being warned of that is like, Oh, phew, someone's looking out for me. And that's the importance of having a coach is that you have someone in, in your corner, you know, you've got someone looking out for you, keeping an eye on you because look, Zelda couldn't, not Zelda, Link couldn't do this alone. One of the first things that happened in you know in, in Zelda is he gets the sword and says it's dangerous to go along alone, take this. And essentially that's what I am. You know, I'm your shield, I'm your sword, I'm the thing 
you know, you're doing the work you're going through, but I'm helping you through this. So when those times come and things are rough, that's the opportune time to reach out to someone, uh, you know, and, and talk to your coach or, or just get some help and be like, I need help. I need to get through this. So now that you've been doing this for a little while, where do you see, what have you, what have you learned about after diving deeper into fitness culture and putting out some geek content to where do you see those worlds now and, and how they, how they interact? To be honest, uh, you know, I thought growing up, uh, and you know, I, I think the end of the eighties and you probably remember these films, Chaz, uh, revenge of the nerds. You know, there was this whole idea that nerds and jocks had to be separate, like completely separate mm-hmm. worlds. Um, and freaks and geeks kind of broke that down a little bit, like at the end of that, that first season. Um, but what I think happened and it could be just the internet, uh, and honestly, it's probably the rise of comic book movies. And there's another reason why comic book movies have, have gotten so big, but that's, that's, that's like a whole podcast in and of itself. Um, <laughs> but, uh, the internet and the internet allowed you to go somewhere and be anonymous and you could nerd out on stuff, but you could be like my mentor, uh, uh, a nerdy kid who could go on a bodybuilding forum and nerd out on like bodybuilding stuff and make like a, a stupid reference to like Lord of the Rings. And someone else there would read it and be like, Oh my God, that dude just made a Lord of the Rings reference. And like you create friendships out of that. We're like, you couldn't do that in the past because your, your community was so limited. Um, so I think the internet has a lot to do with that. And most of the fitness people I know, um, are giant nerds like that. They play like my, my friend, John will go to his deathbed. Like he will fight you to the death with like, uh, uh, Robert Baratheon's Warhammer Cause he actually has a replica of it. He will fight you with <laughs> Baratheon's Warhammer to the death over final fantasy six being a better final fantasy. Like he will literally like some of like final fantasy seven is the greatest game ever. And I like, he will literally grab them like just like with the intense look in his eyes and be like, let me explain to you why you are a complete and utter moron. Um, and you know, like he's, he's, he's like that about this, you know, about that dungeons and dragons brand new, uh, you know, taking back Sunday. Like we're both, that's how I connected with him. Emo music, star Wars, video games, uh, you know, nerd, nerd references. And I think that like, when you get into things like that's, it's not that separate. Those worlds aren't that different anymore. Uh, and you'll find those people, uh, you know, no matter, no matter where you go. And one thing I will, I will tell anyone who maybe still kind of believes in that and, and separates themselves from, from, you know, jocks or, or whatever. I, I only say jocks cause I know that's the, the nomenclature for so long is that, Hey, nerds, geeks, we won, we won. Like all those years of getting picked on, four eyes, smart kid, whatever, we won. Why did we win? Because jocks are essentially playing D&D with football. I'm one of them. I'm playing fantasy football, but we won. We won. We took fantasy, applied it to football, and now all the jocks like can't shut up about it. So like we won. Superhero <laughs> movies are the biggest grossing films almost of all time. Like we've won. Like Comic-Con is a huge event. We won. So like if there was a war in that, like we won, but I, I, I don't like to look at it like that because 
you know, I, I know there are plenty of people that I grew up with that love those things. They just weren't as vocally passionate about it as I was. Hmm. Yeah. I've, I've kind of come to the same realization that, you know, I might like describing myself as a nerd or a geek, like, okay, yeah, maybe I am by some definition, but if you talk to anybody long enough, there's something that they nerd out about or they geek out about and equally on the same level as I do. So why should I describe myself as a nerd when there's someone else who has has some passion that they're super excited about or something that they're extremely skilled at, something they, they've made that's amazing? Um, well, and that's, so that's I'm, I'm that trying I to find the terms to describe myself now. <laughs> I well, that's the thing is I I think that I'm uh, not to go into like semantics and talking about labeling ourselves, but like, look, be be passionate about whatever it is that you love, and I think we hid that passion for so long, and that's why like you know I don't know we had drug problems and alcohol problems. I mean, there's a lot more to it than that, but like people were miserable in their lives because they couldn't be passionate about the things they wanted to be passionate about. Like be passionate, love what you love. And if other people make fun of you for it, well, you know what? They're just really upset that they don't have anything to be that passionate about, which means your life is better than theirs. You're winning again. Nerds. We win again. (laughs) Oh man. I can't think of a better note to end on than that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right so how can listeners find out more about you and SideQuest fitness uh if you want to to check out the podcast you can find that on on itunes stitcher soundcloud just search SideQuest. uh that's two words two words uh everyone else online likes to make it one word and i'm like no it's two words um <laughs> side quest podcast uh you can find that again itunes stitcher SoundCloud, uh, wherever you get podcasts, you can find it. Uh, Google it as well. Um, if you want to pick up uh, anything on the website, head over to sidequestfitness.com. Uh, I have a great freebie out there uh, for guys and ladies, men and women. Uh, I have a goal. Uh, you know, As I've gotten older, Chez, I, I've, uh, I still play video games. I'm not where I was like in my mid-20s, like right out of college where like, I was still drinking like six, seven beers a night and playing Call of Duty until like two in the morning. Um, But uh, I have a goal in my life and my goal is to change 100,000 lives uh, through fitness. uh, And that's men and women, Um, you know, kind of guys right now because that's, you know, sort of where I really connect. But I have female clients as well. Um, But I want to change the lives of 100,000 human beings. Uh, And one of the ways I'm starting that is what I call make your 30s better than your 20s because we all kind of, uh, you know, got a little too chubby maybe in our 20s. We aren't as as spry as we used to be. And we know that as we get older, it's only going to get worse. So head over to SideQuestFitness.com and you can pick up make your 30s better than your 20s. And I have a 30-day challenge in there uh, as well. Um, And if you want to follow me on Instagram, SideQuestFM. Facebook is just SideQuest Fitness, uh, and Twitter is SideQuest FM. I'm not like super on Twitter. I usually just like blab about emo bands or video game things occasionally <laughs> on Twitter, um, or random mm-hmm. things I'm thinking about while doing like a chess press. Um, but I, I don't use like Facebook and, and Instagram are, are my big things. Um, but that's that's it. Uh, you know, you can also reach out to me for questions. SideQuestFitness at gmail.com. 
Awesome. So this was this was a great conversation. Uh, I'm always psyched to talk to you. So uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Dude, Chess, thank you so much for having me on. And uh, I look forward to coming back. Thanks so much to Robbie for coming on the show. So definitely check out SideQuest Fitness if you're interested in a video game inspired approach to fitness coaching. Or if you're just interested in Robbie's kind of no-nonsense view on different nerdy topics or music topics, he, he writes about a lot of that stuff on his website as well and talks about them on his podcast. Check him out. I'm sure you'll have a good time. Next episode, I'm actually talking with another coach who uses inspiration from games to help people. I'm talking with Robin Bates of Coaching for Geeks. So this is kind of a a one-two punch of video game-inspired coaching. Uh, I'm really excited about it. I think it's really cool how there's so many different ways that people are using video games to improve people's lives. Here's an Apple Podcast review for Plus 7 Intelligence from Goodmutt. He says, This podcast is an insightful blend of video game current events and innovations from such a wide range of different sources. It goes in-depth about how video games are more than just a hobby for many and how we can all benefit from using games in new, imaginative contexts. Fascinating interviews with great follow-up material. Always looking forward to the newest release. Keep it up with five stars. Thank you so much, Good Mutt. Uh, thank you so much for the encouragement. I'm so glad you're enjoying it. And remember, leaving a review for the show helps a ton. And as a reminder, with the monthly Steam Key giveaway that I'm doing, leaving a review is a great way to enter and have a good shot of winning that monthly game I'm giving out. December 7th, 2017, I'm giving away the game, The Stanley Parable. And I'm going to continue giving away more games from that same pool of people who enter. So you enter now, you might win the Stanley Parable, but if you don't, you'll continue to be entered into the further drawings automatically, no extra work for you. So I highly recommend that as win-win for the show and for you. All right, this episode is done. I'll see you in the next one. Universe.